Hello. Welcome back to the Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Wow, what a week. Woo-wee. Yeah. And I thought I thought last week was rough. I because did too. we had a rough time at Starlights last week. But this one was worse. This one was definitely worse. This was definitely a rough week. Yeah. For all the K-pop world and everything. K-pop world and personally. And personally. Yeah. Right. So I'll just talk, I guess, about that. Go for it. Um, I woke up in the morning just like normal, like I always do, thinking we're going to do podcasts. This was Wednesday morning. This was Wednesday. So, and yes, I sat Friday. down and, of course, you know, I've been slowly looking for a job. So I was uh, scanning some uh, job sites and just trying to get something there. And my sister calls me while I was doing that and says that uh, that my oldest brother was not doing so well. And he, he's been battle He was battling uh, cancer. And we thought we got it. You know, he had surgery. We thought he was getting better and stuff. And, and things just as, you know, cancer is, <laughs> you know, it's rare that things go all the way well, but sometimes they do. But in his case, it, it just wasn't. And she says that she hadn't heard from him for a while and that he... Uh, um, was in the hospital and that he was unconscious. And she says, I really, I don't think he's going to make it too much longer. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, at the time that I'm talking to my sister, Michaela sent me an article about Moonbin. And I just saw his face. I didn't really, I didn't read it or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so I get off the phone. She goes, just stay by your phone because I'm not sure what all is going to happen. So I said, okay, I hang up from her and I start reading the article that she sent me about Moonbin passing on. And, and she says, I know she knows that I'm a big uh, Astro fan. She goes, I'm just so sorry that I have to send this to you, but I thought you wanted to know. So as I'm reading this article, uh, at first, when I first saw his picture, I thought, oh, we left Astro band. I didn't realize, you know, mm. the extent of leaving and as I'm reading this article, I hear the longest, most horrific um, screeching tire sound, just like, just, just this long, drawn out screeching. And all I can think of is, that's so bad. And I told Michaela, in my mind, I, I heard a, a crunching sound too, but then, you know, kind of hindsight, you think, did I really hear that? I know I heard the screeching tire sound. Well, within minutes, I hear cop cars coming. And then within minutes after that, I hear an ambulance coming, just ambulance sounds, you know. And I look out the window, and of course, there's nothing out front. And I thought, well, it must be on the street behind us at the intersection. So I get up, and my phone is starting to die because I was on it all morning. And I get up, and I go to plug in my phone, and I'm still, you know, trying to read this article about Moonbin and the phone rings in my hand and it's my sister. And she says, he's gone. Our brother's gone. And I just like lost it because <laughs> I was just like, because I was like, what is going on? He's gone. this. There's an accident outside my door. And then all of a sudden it's just like, I don't have my oldest brother anymore. And I just I couldn't even stop bawling. I bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled. And just, you know, it was like 
too much. And it, it was actually on the 19th was actually the fourth anniversary of my sister-in-law's son uh, passing away from a car accident. So it was already a sad day anyway. Um, but it just like magnified into this horrendously just sadness that I couldn't even, I couldn't even stop crying. It was just, I haven't cried like that in a long, long time. <laughs> and still to this day, just still kind of a weepy mess, you know, like I, I talked to my brother uh, that night, I believe. Yeah, it was that night. Because I was like, I, there's no way I can do podcasts. I just, I can't even breathe. You know, I can't, can't get on top of my emotions. And yeah, so my heart goes out to Moonswa, his younger sister. I know. <laughs> um, luckily, I have three brothers and I have two. <laughs> I'll share them with you if you want them. Um, no, I just... I felt a connection. Of course, my brother's name was Bill, and we used to always call him Billy or Billy B as a kind of a joke. But I thought it was just kind of cool how her band name is Billy. <laughs> and it was, I just felt this cosmic connection to Moonsua instantly. And yeah, and I just, it, it devastated me. <laughs> And I like it did the whole world. Mm -hmm. And when everybody else was shutting down, I was like, well, that's the, what that's what it's meant to be. And the strange thing is I picked the name chickens just out of a list of topics that I randomly say, oh, this would be a fun topic. Oh, this would be fun. And I just decided it to be chickens last week. And little did I know um, my brother would be gone who loved chickens he was the best dad to his little chickens. He'd go out there just like he was Navy, Navy guy. He'd go out there, you know, okay, I'm going to get any kind of varmint that's going to try and steal my chickens. And he was just like Rambo of the chicken world, you know, <laughs> setting little traps. And, you know, he was so, and he loved them. And he would cry when they, if they'd get one of the little chicks, he'd just, he was, I love that little fuzzy thing. And so in the, kind of weird scheme of things it was meant to be chickens that's all i know and that was a long drawn out sad thing but how was your week <laughs> it's been Same. just yeah it's, just, it's been rough so that's why we took an extra day off we were going to record on wednesday and have it out but everything happened on wednesday and then we just needed an extra day and most of the world took an extra day just to sort of, you know, mourn and pay our respects. So, well, I had to go to the store the next day, of course, because I had to go pick up my prescription. And I did not, I wanted to wear black. So I, I kind of wear black, but I thought there is no way I can talk to anybody about, you know, because every time you wear all black, I, it never fails. I get someone to say, why are you wearing all black? You can go to a funeral. And it always gets me bawling. Yeah, usually people that are, usually, unless they're rock band members, if they're wearing all black, there's a good chance they're going to a funeral. Just don't ask them if they're going to, you know, if they want to talk about it, they'll talk about it. But most of the people that are all in black are probably stopping by to get flowers, maybe to bring to the service or something. Yeah. My advice, don't just, ask. Just don't. 
they're probably barely holding it together, which I was. So I was just like hoodie. Uh, I had my Twilight Zone shirt on just because my brother and I, we were geeking about Twilight Zone just a couple months ago. My whole family loved Twilight Zone and it felt like a Twilight Zone of sadness. So there I was all gothy <laughs> with my, <laughs> I wore my kind of striped, my black striped pants. I, I did post it on my Facebook of what I wore. So no one so would just say, oh, she's just kind of a goth chick. She's, you know, got a t-shirt. She really isn't um, all in black. So I had black shoes and stuff. So, yeah. And I managed to get to the store, but then I was a weepy, crying mess when I got back. I, mm. I, I held it together. I got us groceries. I got pills. I got, you know. But other than that, <laughs> I was not doing all that great. So better, a lot better today. I worked all week, so yay! yay. Woohoo! Woohoo for jobs! <laughs> One day I'll have a real job. <laughs> I'll be somebody. My name will be in the phone book. Well, would you like to pick a first song? You know, I'd love to pick a first song. And I I discovered this song after I uh, we talked about our topic for next week. And I says, there's nobody here but us chickens. And I remember it from Doctor Who on the Eccleston version or the episode um, with uh, Empty Child, the Empty Child. Um, but it actually was a song back in 1946 by Louis Jordan. And it was also on Star Trek, like an old Star Trek. Like Captain Kirk says there's no one here but his chickens. So mm. It kind of goes back for a ways. And I didn't know that. So I discovered this song, This and it made me so happy. Um, and he is from Arkansas, just like me. <laughs> so, yay, born in Arkansas. But he was an American saxophonist, multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, and band leader, and popular between the 30s and the 50s. And they called him the king of the jukebox. So this is Nobody Here But Us Chickens by Louis Jordan. Nobody Here But Us Chickens by Louis Jordan, which actually did turn out to be an appropriate song in, in you know, honor of my brother, who was Rambo of the chicken world, <laughs> keeping those, those little, you know, predators away. And he did a good job, too. They have all kinds of, he, he lived in Mississippi, so there's all kinds of critters. There is snakes and, you know, birds and things and weasels and Yep, oh my, coons and all kinds of things trying to steal your baby chickens. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, great song. And then it kind of, I had stumbled on this guy who I did not know, who I really like. He's like 29 years old, I think. But his name is Sam with two M's, uh, Henshaw from uh, England. And he's lovely. He has a song called Chicken Wings. So you guys can check that out. He's really good. He's so really, really good. I really like him. Yeah. He's got like a really good soul voice. 
His mm. dad is like a preacher, and he has done a gospel singing in church, I believe. Um, I loved him right off, but I love any kind of soul music, gospel singing, you know, all kinds of things like that. So, yeah, of course, I was choir girl. <laughs> so I do like anything that's choiry and singy like that. <laughs> Old Southern girl. That's mm-hmm. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay. What's your pick? My first pick of the day. We're going to start off fun with... Magic Chicken by the Aquabats. Yay! That was the first song that came to mind when I was trying to think about my song picks. I was like, chicken, chicken. You know what song I always sing whenever I go get chicken? Magic Chicken by the Aquabats. Why not? So You kind of have a chicken song with your uh, chicken run. So good. So good. Chicken run. I did watch that. That's a good movie, too. Speaking of chickens. So funny. It's so good. It's so good. If you like... Clay animation. Mm-hmm. Chicken run. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this is Magic Chicken by the Aquabats. Magic Chicken by the Aquabats. Ooh, I love that band so much. There's so much fun. Chicken McNuggets so good. I love chicken. I love chicken. What is your favorite fast food chicken place? Uh, Probably Raising Cane's. I love Raising Cane's. Yeah. I love it so much. I'm not a big fan of KFC. It's, it's just It there. used to be. In its time, it used to be really, really good. I haven't been there in years, so I can't really say. Don't know. The last time I had it, I was just like, ew. I do like Wing Shack. Wing Shack's pretty good. They have some really good chicken wings. I'm a boneless chicken wing person, which everyone's like, you might as well just get chicken nuggets. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) I don't like dealing with all of the, the fuss and the mess and the bones and the stuff if I don't have to. Right. If there's an option, I'm going to go with the boneless that I can just, you know, inhale mm-hmm. as quickly as humanly possible because that's what I like to do with food. Well, I love to cook my own fried chicken. Oh, your fried away. chicken's so good. Uh, that was, that was, I was raised on fried chicken dinners, usually Sunday night. And if we all got together as a family, it was fried chicken mm. with mashed potatoes and home, usually homemade gravy uh, from scratch. And we do uh, cucumbers and vinegar mm. and sugar and stuff. So that's what we always had. And you can always like have pickles on the side. So I like that vinegary with the fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy and everything. Oh. And when we when I lived down south, we would also make hush puppies mm. and have grits too on the side. So. I'm so hungry. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> we're having corned beef. I have, that's what we're having I tonight. Now but. I want chicken. <laughs> I know. Well, I was going to make chicken nuggets on that Wednesday night after we did the podcast. But oh, then, yeah. but 
it all kind of all plans through the cell. Went through yeah. the window. Mm-hmm. That's the way plans are. Yeah. So instead of a word of the week, I picked clever chicken names. I love that. If you ever want to name your chicken, you can. You can. <laughs> you name know, something punny. Name something punny. So there's Albert Eggstein, <laughs> Rocky Cluckboa. Nice. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> Hen Solo, <laughs> Cluck Vader, Dora the Egg Explorer. I like that one. <laughs> Jabba the Hen. That one's good too. Eggnog, which made me think of Egghead. You know, mm-hmm. like your noggin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's Beaker and Hillary Fluff. <laughs> Since uh, we picked Hillary Duff. Like, no, no, it wasn't Hillary. It was uh, Miley. Wrong, wrong sitcom. We grew up with Hillary Duff. Yes. And Miley Cyrus. So. Yes, I did. Yeah. Anyway, I like Beaker and Dora the Eggs Explorer the best. <laughs> I I do like Albert Eggstein was kind of one. I, of, I like funny one. Jabba the Hen. Jabba the like Hen. Like if you had like a really fat <laughs> chicken. Yeah. That would be that would be good. That'd be like a Hen Solo, but I was <laughs> I was a Hen Solo fan growing up. So he was he was my favorite. I love Hans. So I, I love Luke Skywalker too. Everyone loves Luke. He's just the sweetest. But I was definitely the bad boy Han Solo type. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Like <laughs> everyone so. loves Luke. Luke's great. Well, he had Chewie. And you just can't go wrong. With but he, Han Solo. Han Solo was just so rad. He had the Millennium Falcon and he had Chewie. The, the leather jacket. The yeah. spaceship. Chewbacca, the one-liners. I mean, come on. Ah, yes, Harrison Ford. It's you know, yeah. Say no more. But say no more. I will always, forever, and ever love Mark. Oh and my yeah, Mark forever. Is incredible as well. And, like I told Michaela, we almost lost him in a car accident, and never thought he would ever act again. And as a teen, my whole world collapsed oh, when that yeah. happened. We were just like, no. And look at where he's, he's, you know, thriving, just doing so well. And uh, and he is the funniest and he does the best impersonations I have ever heard. So he's delightful. The amazing thing about Mark Hamill is not only is he Luke Skywalker, but his voice acting career <gasps> is nuts. He's so good. Through so good. His IMDb page of his voice acting, and it will blow your mind. Things you had no idea was Luke Skywalker is yes. Luke Skywalker. Yes. Amazing voice actor. Ugh. Stuff Love you him. would not believe. Love him so much. We all do. Yeah. And forever love Han Solo. Forever and ever and ever and ever. So let's talk a few facts about chickens. You want to talk just a few facts about chickens? Let's go for a few facts and then you can have your next song. Okay. Chickens have a great memory for faces. Really? Yeah. I know. They they can recognize over a hundred different faces. I know crows do too. Crows can recognize faces and places and stuff like that. Don't make a chicken mad. <laughs> they will never forget you and they will try to peck your eyes out. I just say. don't know why, but this right now just reminded me about the pigeon and Vincenzo. Yes. Oh, I love the pigeon. I can't remember what he names. Too much. 
We can't say too much because if you haven't seen it, no spoilers. I'm just saying he befriends befriends a pigeon. I love the pigeon. Forget what he named the pigeon. Let's let's see if I can type it fastly while you keep talking. While I keep talking? Oh, the pressure. Yes, yes. The pressure. But no, in Vincenzo, there is a pigeon that likes to hang out outside of his window. And at first it bothers him and he hates it. And he's always trying to get rid of this pigeon. Yes. But eventually he gives up. It's just like, fine, fine. The pigeon can stay. Just don't know. Uh, and spoilers. I'm so. not. I'm explaining the situation. Okay. And so he gives up and starts leaving birdseed out on his windowsill and befriends the pigeon. Because pigeons are like, like nice. It's, I like peace. I like pigeons. <laughs> I like peace. I like pigeons. It's just uh, so good. I don't know why that made me think of that, but that's what that made me think of. Sorry, I can't type very fast. Oh, you're fast. fine. We'll just move on. I, I, I got it. I got it now. Ah. Just give it to ah. me. Oh, in Gazi. In Gazi? In Gazi? In Zagi. In Zagi. That's it. In Zagi. That's it. That's what he names That's the it. pigeon. Yes. Yes. Because it's after like a Italian soccer player, I think. It's yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. In Zagi. Which, in Zagi is cool. You love that little, ch- that little. Oh, it's not a chicken. He's a pigeon. I love Song Jun Ki so much. I love Song Jun Ki too. Yeah. Anyway, wh- what do we got? So chickens can remember faces. Yeah. Uh, chickens are omnivores, not herbivores. I mean, they I, eat bugs. It, 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 yeah. Doesn't that count as? I would assume so. I've never raised chickens. I do not know. I think, but the, I think it affects the taste of the eggs too. It depends on what you feed them. Yeah. I don't know. Not I, sure you about can that. Feed chickens pretty much anything. Probably. Yeah. Let's see. Some research suggests that chickens are just as clever as human toddlers. Mm. I can believe that. And chickens are the living descendants of dinosaurs. Yes, they are. The T-Rex. That's what it said from huh? when I looked up. I was like, okay. Sure. They've come so far. I know a lot of dinosaurs <laughs> used to have feathers. So They're that a makes lot sense. smaller than they <laughs> used to be. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. So. Probably just as vicious, though. I wouldn't cross Ooh, a chicken. I would never cross a chicken. They can mm-hmm. be just mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chickens have better color vision than humans. Mm. They can see ultraviolet light. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really They're cool. amazing. I, I did not know that. Light. That's cool. Hmm. Huh. Should I pick the next song? Yeah, it's your turn for the song. So I went with a Ramon song because with everything that's going on, um, I talked to my brother, my middle brother, and I hadn't talked to him in a long time. And it was wonderful and horrible all at the same time kind of thing because, you know, it was just not a good subject to talk about is your brother brother passing. So it was like, either I'm going to ball my eyes out all night or I'm just going to go down this music rabbit hole that saves me. And Ramones was my party music when I was growing up. It was my happy music. If I was having trouble at home or anything, I would get with my friends and we would just jam out and dance to the Ramones. So I put on Ramones. I was sending Michaela, every live video they ever did. She was just probably like, stop, mom. But no, I knew what you were doing. I knew exactly what you were doing. And so I just let you do your thing. It saved me. So um, the Moonbin, 
was one of my biases and he was the one and um we watched key who was geeking out and sharing uh time with conan gray who i've always loved i loved him the moment i first seen him and and heard him he's one of my favorite musicians and to know that key loves him key from shiny made my heart so happy and to see those two just really really having fun together and he took him on this huge tour of their company and how they make videos and they have this like fake house that's so impressive Mm. and Conan's just like well uh, we just record in a garage that's been turned into a studio and yeah it's pretty small but he has like this little scooter he goes well the only thing that I you know don't like about this design is the bathroom is so far away so we have this little scooter that we get on you can take to go to the bathroom (laughs) and you know Conan is definitely a Sag. We can so relate to him. He sees the food snacks. And after that point, he's eating through that whole, the rest of that video. He's got his little bag of snacks and he's just eating through the whole tour. I'm like, yeah. He gets on that little scooter and he's like, do you have to use the bathroom? And he just, no, he just wants to ride in and come on back. And I'm just like... I love you, Conan and Key, so much. I love Key. Key is my shiny bias, as you all know. I love Key. He's just sassy. So I thought this song, even though it says she's the one, I thought he's the one. Uh, They're the one. Just like Robbie is the one for us, too. And they're the ones. Mm -hmm. The ones that just make you happy, that bring light to your world. Mm -hmm. um, This song is one of my favorites. So it's She's the One by the Ramones. Came out in 1978 off of the album Road to Ruin. So go. She's the one by the Ramones. And I love it. Joey just was magical with music. When it came to music, he it helped him so much to focus his attention on not his troubles and everything. But to me, he was an excellent front man. And I love I love that band so much. I love they that are band just too. they're near and dear to my heart. And I miss them every day. I (laughs) I do. love the Ramones. Also, if you are interested, if you would like to know in depth the story of the Ramones, accompanied by lots of good music, I highly recommend the Ramones series on the podcast No Dogs in Space by Marcus Parks and Carolina Hidalgo. It's fantastic. I think it's like five parts long. It's something close to like five or six hours but it's oh, wonderful. the story of the Ramones. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I highly recommend. I actually want to re-listen to it at some point. I've re-listened to their series on the Cramps. I've listened to the re-listened to their series on the Stooges. 
but the Ramones is one of my favorite series they did. So just a quick side note, if that is your cup of tea, I highly recommend you check it out. Cool. Speaking of checking out mm, something, um, my brother is in a band that's playing tonight and tomorrow. So I'm like, hey, I'll give your your band a little little PR here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the band is Southern Fried, spelled F-R-Y-E-D. And they're playing tonight and tomorrow night at the Beacon Club in Mills, Wyoming, which is only about 4.7 miles east of Casper, Wyoming. So, yay, you go, you rock, you guys. So, (laughs) Southern Fried, isn't that kind of perfect for the chicken thing? It is oddly fitting. It just kind of fit perfectly. Just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, that works. And the bravery it takes to get in front of people and perform is amazing. So not only did I want to talk about chickens and and food and stuff, I also wanted to talk about overcoming some of your fears that you're too chicken to do. And and one of mine is is just the bravery it takes to go out there and go after my dreams, which I've always been told that was you don't go after dreams. Those are your side project. That's your hobby. That's your fun thing. You're not going to make no living at that, which is not true. That is not true. Uh, I think you. we all have dreams inside us that are meant to be there, that are meant to be pursued. And you're never satisfied until you pursue that one thing that you love. So, yeah, don't be chicken. Get out there and do your thing. Follow your dreams. And you're never too old. I'm 58. Isn't that great? And I'm not too old. I'm still alive. So as long as you're still alive and you got air in your breath and your lungs and you got the mind to do it, and go for it. Uh, I was listening to B2B. Mm. Uh, dreamers don't die. I love B2B. Do what you want to do. And I can't see the do. <laughs> anyway, great song. Yay, B2B. We love you too. B2B is gearing up for a comeback because now the members, the two members that were in the military are out. (laughs) So Hyun Sik (laughs) and Sung Jae were in the military when they were doing Kingdom Legendary Wars. They're out. They're back. They're gearing up for a full-fledged comeback. And it has been crazy. It has been crazy. There's just stuff everywhere, every which way, every platform. There's just little breadcrumbs everywhere. It's fantastic. Umguan's voice. Umguan is my B to B bias. Minhyuk. I love Minhyuk too. Peniel. I adore Peniel. <laughs> Peniel was what got me into B to B. Chongsam. But Umguan's my boy. I, I just love them all. I love their songwriting. I love They're them. They're so good. The song "Waiting for You," waiting and with the letter four and you, is. Probably next to Wow. I love Wow. I love Wow. And Show and Prove. Oh, anyway. And missing movie. You oh. is really good. <laughs> oh, missing You. Blue Moon but is really good. Lately, I've been on a kick with Waiting for You. Mm. That song is so beautiful. I like yeah. Beep Beep too. Beep oh. Beep's fun. <laughs> I love that band. I love Woo. B2B. <laughs> I don't have any B2B albums. <gasps> 
already need to expand my K-pop shelf once again. And oh. Well, while you're contemplating yeah. that, I'm going to give you some more chicken facts. Okay. Chickens bathe in dirt. Like elephants. Not water. Yep. Yep. When their oil gets kind of oiled, they just sort of bathe around in dirt and then that loosens it up. They just kind of brush it off and then they create new oil. You got, and they don't sweat either. You got so. really, really, really southern there for a minute. Yeah, it, it <laughs> rears its ugly head. Sometimes. That a chick is bathing the oil. They get too much oil. It's and the oil. They got the dark, <laughs> and then they just sort of brush it off. Like, Whoa! Yeah, oil. Y'all is not a word that I can say well. <laughs> it got real southern in here <sighs> real quick. You know, it happens. It's always in there. <laughs> we should have gotten fried chicken. We should have. We should have. Well, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow <laughs> to get chicken. I mean, you anyway, could have even the, gone with for dreams to come true because uh, dreams too. Dreaming about chicken, chicken and all dreams. Oh. Eggshell colors can be determined by the hen's earlobes. <laughs> what? Not feather color. It's their earlobes. <laughs> I have so many questions. So red earlobes equals brown eggs. I mean, I'm, I'm sure chickens have ears, but I didn't know that they had like ear lobes. I, I haven't seen any wearing earrings. I but don't. I, that would be cute. I don't. I've, I haven't gotten that close to chickens. Really? Probably peck your eyes out. Uh, I'm just saying. Earlobes. Earlobes. Huh. They have them. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> And the white ones equal white eggs. But this doesn't affect the nutritional content or the flavor. Mm. So white earlobes or red earlobes, they all taste the same. They all have the same nutrients. Fascinating. So chickens have a pecking order and chickens know their place. Well, yeah. Yeah, you got the bossy chicken. You got that bossy chicken lady. You're not going to stand up to her. She's going she to, like, knock you down. Pick so your eyeballs out, man. She's going to pick your eyeballs out. You ever hear out. of a chicken fight? That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a pecking order there. So, and they don't cross that line. Smart. Chickens can run nine miles per hour. And this depends on uh, the breed, the fitness, and the level and disposition of individual chickens, but... Generally, nine miles per hour, which... That's pretty dang fast. That's not too bad, I didn't think. That's pretty dang fast, actually. There are more chickens than humans in the world. More than 20 billion chickens and over 8 billion humans in the world. I believe it. Hmm. It's a chicken revolution. (laughs) And a double yolk egg is very rare, but perfectly natural. Yolks do not hatch into two chicks, though. Often it doesn't hatch into a chick at all. Huh. So I even filmed a double yolk that I'll, I'll post. Cool. That I, I, I always freak out because this really is rare for me, and I crack eggs all the time. But uh, once in a while, you get these perfect little double yolks, mm. and I always see it as a lucky sign. So, yeah, and considering it's rare, I see one. I think it is a lucky sign. Mm. Well, I'm going to pick my next song. Woohoo! Let's do it. So my next song is Tastes Like Chicken by the Vandals. Nice. And I love the Vandals. They're one of my favorite <laughs> punk bands. They're so funny. They're All their songs are pretty much jokes. 
Yeah. But they're just so funny and they're incredible live. These guys are old now, but they're still incredible live. So this is a song about the other perspective that some people have about chickens where, uh, you know, some people don't believe in eating meat. They don't like eating chickens. And I understand that and I respect that. So this is a song for all you vegetarians out there. Tastes like chicken by the Vandals. Tastes like chicken by the Vandals. <laughs> the jabs in that. Oh, the, the guitar is so good. Yikes. Oh, yeah. They are so good live. I I would like to see them again sometime. I, it was, it's been years since I've seen them at this point, but yeah. they're just so good the live. Energy the energy. The chain. They're on point. <laughs> this is this so good. So good. So that we talk about the... Uh, the 10 most common fears, mm. but I won't really give you like the huge, like there's phobia names and everything. And some are really long. Like there's one phobia name that's 36 letters long. If and you're familiar I'll, with phobia names, you know, which one we're talking about. And I'll attempt to say it just because I'm that kind of person, but I'll have to break it up in <laughs> sections. It's 36 letters long. Here we go. It's hippo. Ah, to monstros equiptedaliophobia. And it's the fear of long words. That is the most ironic, poetic thing I've ever heard is that the fear of long words, it's a really long word. <laughs> I guess it up. was a little shorter word, but they decided just to make it fun that they would decide uh, just, to just to to mess be, with people. Yeah, let's yeah. just create this, this huge word. I respect that. Yeah. Which I thought was funny, so I had to throw that in it there. It is really funny. But the 10 most common fears is, number one, is social phobias, also known as social anxiety. People fear interaction with others because they fear judgment, hmm. like public speaking or going to parties or just chatting with others. And social anxieties affect as many as 12% of Americans, but many don't seek therapy because it requires social contact. <laughs> contact, so many don't recover from it. I mean, not only that, it's not just the social contact. You need insurance, you need money, you need a job, <laughs> which requires social interaction. If you want to apply exactly. for your insurance, it requires social interaction. It's a, it's a whole thing. American healthcare is... Mm. Well, I have more social anxiety on this side of COVID than I did before. Well, so trauma. But I did take interpersonal communications and public speaking and everything. Mm. But more anxious than I ever used to be. So there's See, all that. I have an anxiety disorder, but I don't really have social anxiety. Like I have no problem talking to people. I'm a very social person. It's Imagine just a disorder as in like I get anxious for no reason. Yeah, that's when she's supposed to be really calm and happy. And all of a sudden it's just like, ah. but in situations where a normal person would feel anxiety, 
I'm totally cool. I got it. I got it all under lock, you know, things. Car broke down on the side of the highway, da, 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 da. She's on top of her I game. was on top of my game. I had everything on lock. I didn't feel anxious at all. I was actually very calm. But when I'm just like chilling, having a good time, it's like, <gasps> you're not <laughs> supposed to have bag. fun. Breathe in the bag. So, hence yeah. disorder. <laughs> but social anxiety? Not really. I don't really care what people think about me. So that's probably why I'm just like, eh. I just kind of feel disorderly or something. Mm. Kind of anxious. Always fun. <laughs> it's the ADHD. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yes, ma'am. Okay, fear of heights. Three to six percent of peeps suffer from it, and they avoid high places, and they usually get vertigo. That was my dad. My dad could not stand uh, high places, and it really depends. I don't like to look over anything or much. It, it depends on how high it is. Really, really high places. I try not to look over too much, but I don't like heights. I don't like heights at all. I have gotten better since I've had to hike a lot of cases of wine up really high, steep ladders a lot of times. That has actually helped, Mm. but there is a reason why most humans are afraid of heights Mm -hmm. because there's a certain height where the brain registers that like this is a dangerous height danger that's why it registers as fear because you know if you fall you're either gonna hurt yourself badly or die so the brain's like "Ah, no no height bad height bad yeah well i worked at a sign shop for a while and had to carry a big fluorescent Mm. lights up these really steep stairs that had no guardrails nope. and everything. You know, 108, 120 gets pretty challenging. You don't want to be- accidentally touch them into something because then they shatter. shatter in your hands. Right. And then they release a gas. And it's, oh. Oh, so, yeah. So it could be deadly. <laughs> no. But you had to carry them up safely up these stairs. And yeah. Uh, the fear of heights would not have come in handy with those. I made, I made it. I, I'd like to say I don't think I broke any. Yeah, I might, I, have, I might have cracked one just by, no. Yeah. But I was always worried when I had to hike up cases of wine, up, like feet heavy. up in the air, like wine giant so scaffolding in the back of liquor stores. Just oh yeah, just hiking that up on one shoulder so I could stabilize myself climbing up a ladder with the other hand and then climbing up a ladder and then taking that and throwing it. I didn't drop a single case though. Woo-wee. Yeah. She's a brute. What can I, I, say? I, I am. That's why I have man shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I have man shoulders. You the whoa man. Oh, whoa. <laughs> She's the whoa man. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. That's no, no boy. <laughs> no, no, whoa, no. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> a little, little Vic's humor for you. Okay, and then there's the fear of snakes, bugs, or spiders. Mm. Uh, most people suffer from animal phobias, and most common is insects, snakes, and spiders. It's because a small amount of are venomous, and you know people just fear that they're going to die or yeah. be bit. And yeah, my my fear is is insects, crawling, flying, burrowing, slithering, all of the above. All of the above. I mean. 
really, if you think about it in a generalized sense, phobias are not necessarily a bad thing. Like they're only a bad thing in extreme cases, but a lot of these fears and phobias are only in place by our brain trying to keep us alive and safe. So like heights, you don't want to go splat. Right. Bugs, Bugs, you don't want to get bit. You don't want to get bit and die. Mm -hmm. Animals, you know, a lot of animals could kill you. So it's not a bad thing by any means. You just don't want to stop living your life because of them. Then it's a bad thing. Then there's a fear of closed spaces. Uh, can feel like like in crowds of people, even outdoors. Some find uh, rooms without windows to be really claustrophobic, and and elevators and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, some people find those unbearable. Um, I'm not a closed uh, space person, uh, but uh, you know, I was locked in a black basement one time, and yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, just, just being teased and stuff, you know. Oh, let's just tease the little sister. Uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm glad of all the things that ever happened because it made me who I am. But that happening, I used to play down in this basement and I had a little stove and everything. And the light switch was way up at the mm. top. And, of course, when you turn that off, it's pitch black. And, yeah, so dark and any kind of closed spaces and basements so yeah yeah you really don't do darkness i ever. don't no i had my night light go out in my bedroom one time and i'm a grown woman but i almost had a major panic attack just trying to get that back on and and hmm. turn on a light and yeah yeah i always have uh we never had night lights growing up but um yeah I've always not liked the dark. So darkness doesn't bother me. I mean, one time I did a cave tour and they were like, we'll just show you what absolute darkness is like that. I was not a fan of just because I was underground and there is no light. There will be no light. So my animal brain was like bad. So that I wasn't a fan of, but just general at night darkness Eh, don't bother me. Because we're not bats. Uh, we lose our sense of direction yes. in the dark so bad. Yes. I went spelunking Ugh. and had a flashlight that. that kept going out. And even though it was a straight line, as soon as that flashlight went out, I couldn't tell if I was walking the straight line, walked right into the rocket with my face. Yep. So. Okay. It's amazing just how your sense of direction just goes all out the window Gone. as soon as the darkness comes. Oh, yeah. You're just like, I even so. had a moment where I was like, am I standing on the ceiling? Like, what is, what oh, is up? So weird. What is down? There is no up or down. It's very disorienting. Yes. That's why the probably the worst storms I hate to drive in is when it's white out, when it's so foggy, I can't even see the car in front of me. Mm. Or a blizzard where it's just surrounding me. It, it's so disorienting that, mm-hmm. that that always scares me. But uh, Another one's fear of flying. Hmm. Uh, it affects 40% of the global population with 2.5 estimated to have clinical phobia of flying. So that's pretty high. Wow. And I don't mind flying. I, I found it a lot of fun, um, even though it made me sick. <laughs> but I really, really enjoyed it, though. See, I'm not afraid of flying and i'm not afraid of the people it's just general anxiety which makes that a little bit difficult for me but it's not a big deal 
I'm not afraid of flying. Well, there's the fear of the dark, like we talked about, uh-huh. uh, especially among kids. This fear That's follows funny. many into adulthood. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> they fear what they can't see lurking in the shadows, not the dark itself. Uh, it's usually rooted in traumatic experiences. Oh, yay. Everybody loves traumatic experiences. Well, you're just they? like the poster child for oh, trauma. Boy, am I yeah, ever. <laughs> Someone's got to be it, right? Yeah. right. So I'm going to pick my last song okay. just because we're clocking down the time. And I'll pause our next couple um, phobias or fears. And I picked, of course, even though I've already picked like four Astro songs, but in light of everything going on, I picked the song You and Me by Astro that came out in 2017. And it's for the fandom Aurora. See, I can't, certain words I can't say. Aroha. Aroha. There we go. As I trip over my tongue. It's like Aloha, but <laughs> it's like Aloha. But aroha. Yes. It's like aloha, you know, but a speech impediment. It's one of those words aroha. that you, you just practice because you, you've got that weird kind of accent that mm. makes you trip over your tongue. So you, the harder you practice, it's almost a guarantee to fail. So you might as well just, just don't even practice. Just yeah. go in there cold turkey yeah. and it's going to come out perfect. Yeah. There you go. So I picked You and Me by Astro. Let's go. You and me by Astro. You and you and you and me. <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love the video so much. That's just such a happy. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. And then I was watching Breathless video this morning and showing the girls. I love that one too. It's such a happy summery one. So I loved it, loved it, loved it. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm. What's your song? My you last song. Best be picking it. Is Chicken Noodle Soup by <gasps> J-Hope. Yay! Because J-Hope enlisted. So he is mm-hmm. off on his journey. BTS so sent cute. him off. Also. Yeah. We all sent him off. Today, in other BTS-related news, D-Day by August D was released today. Ooh, 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 ooh. And it's so good. I've been, I listened to it all day. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> so my... Little sugar biased heart has just been in heaven all day. And the new music video is fantastic. I can't remember what the song is called, but the new music video is fantastic. I'm just, I've just been in so much newness. Sugar biased heaven. Yeah. All day. It was so good. But Chicken Noodle Soup, Chicken Noodle Soup by J Hope, which J Hope has a feature on D Day with Sugar. Ooh, nice. (laughs) It all comes full circle. It so does.
Chicken Noodle Soup by J-Hope, featuring Becky G. Yay, that's such a great song. That's so great fun. Dance song. That's so fun. Okay, back to fears. Uh, number seven is the fear of getting a disease. We're all sure kind of can cause some people to not even leave their home at all and restrict themselves with familiar places where they know they won't come in contact with germs. Germaphobes. That's got to be a rough one. I mean, I'm sure after the <laughs> pandemic, we're all slightly germaphobes. Yes, I think, yeah, we all uh, just, we sanitize more than we ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's the fear of blood. Hmm. Seeing blood means serious injuries and a risk of death. So Danger. Yeah, danger. I have a fear of I don't like to see blood either much. So um, then there's the the fear of violent weather and can cause hyper awareness of the forecast. <laughs> I've been there, but I survived Hurricane Camille. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, as a young little gal at age seven and a huge tor- hurricane come through and we all had to evacuate. I was a uh, military, so we all had to go where the you know the officers tell you to go, which is the safest place there. And then you just hope that you, you know it doesn't fall on your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that has scarred me really. And usually, if I've got a lot of anxiety in my life, it usually comes out in storm dreams. And since I live here, it's usually tornadoes. And I, I've had numerous tornado dreams, which mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. Love I'll that. tell you that. Yeah. So, there's that. And the fear of death is number 10 huh. and can cause people to avoid living a normal life if it gets too bad. Um, I don't have fear of death. I, yeah, it's going to come. I, I'm not going to worry about it. And I went ahead and I asked Michaela to pick her top three fears. And I think my top three fears are fear of bugs, especially spiders, and abandonment and poverty and failure. That kind of together, my family always worried about money, still worried about money. The ancestors worried about money. So there's things called like generational trauma that you kind of inherit from your parents money just the never enough you're always worried about making trying to make it trying to always and so that was one what's your three uh definitely failure um yeah disappointment of disappointment in myself i guess yeah so failure is probably number one heights and then bugs i don't like bugs don't like bugs either i'm cool with most bugs i just don't want to in my personal space, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. if they're just chilling somewhere, cool. If they're chilling outside, even better. It's where you belong. So I got a couple jokes. Okay. Why was the chicken so funny? Why? Because she's a real comedian. <laughs> comedian. <laughs> nice. Um, what are chickens most afraid of? Storms. An apocalypse. <laughs> These are some punny things. I love puns. What do you call a great chicken? I don't know. Impeccable. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Attila the hen. <laughs> That'd be another good hen name. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> what movies do hens like? Well, chick flicks. Fair enough. Chick- 
What did why did Mozart hate chickens? Why? Because all they say is bok bok bok. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that was that's good. a really good one. Uh, how did chickens send mail? I don't know. In envelopes, of <laughs> course. <laughs> good. That's a good one. So I finished the J-drama Hold My Hand at Twilight with Ren Nagasi, and I loved it, loved it, loved it. And I am continuing watching the one, I can hear your voice. I think it's on Vicky as I hear your voice. Um, but it, it's starring uh, Lee Jung-suk. And I barely started another which i'm like i'm liking it more for some reason it was kind of started out slow but i'm really really liking it and it has a mystery in it too so um but i started a c drama that is called falling into your smile that i really really like too so I'm, i've just started that but i said i was gonna find a, a chinese drama and i really enjoy the japanese drama <laughs> In all the dramas, the K, the J, the C. So the drama. <laughs> so the drama. <laughs> so, yay, they're my happiness. I enjoy them very much. Good. What about you? Anything? What about me? Anything? Everything? Uh, nothing. Life. So next week, we're going to talk about retro 70s. Woo! Going back in time. We we back. 70s. 70s. Woo. So, we'll see you later. This is Kim. And I'm Michaela. Guys, keep drink, keep uh, drinking. Keep singing. Drink water. Please keep drinking water. Yes. Stay healthy. Be kind to one another. Please, please, please. And if you don't have anything nice to say, please don't say anything at all. Just mm-hmm. don't. It doesn't help anything. Keep your nasty thoughts to yourself and share those positive, loving thoughts. Mm -hmm. And we love you all. Please, please, please know how wonderful and amazing and awesome you all are. We love you, Keys. Mm -hmm. Take care. And we'll talk to you next week.